Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome to More Than Amused podcast, a podcast all about women and the arts, hosted by Stani and Sadie. Join us as we explore what it's like being a female artist, examine modern day problems, and educate ourselves and you on important and forgotten female artists of the past. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to More Than Amused. I'm Stani. And I'm Sadie. And well, I guess maybe for today, I'm Daisy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She has Ooh. two names. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When you originally came up with the idea to, like, use your stage name or whatever as Daisy, uh-huh. I thought for sure that everyone would know that it was, like... Not my uh, real name? Well, yeah. Or, like, an anagram of your name. Because, first off, it's not spelt like the flower. Yeah. It's spelt S A. D- no, that's your name. That's my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's literally the letters of your name rearranged. Yeah. But like no one ever catches on. Like you get called Daisy all the time, right? Yeah. People like on my TikTok lives that I'll do, sometimes someone will respond and they'll be like, and they'll actually say my name. They'll call me Sadie. And then other people in the comments are like, wait, what? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like that's actually not my real name. It's my I created the persona. I like like Beyonce did with Sasha Fierce, but when you're yeah. Beyonce, you don't need to create a stage name because your name is literally <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce. And <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that like you thought people would notice that it was just my letters rearranged. My little brother, like three months ago, messaged me so randomly and was like, wait a minute, is Daisy spelled like that because it's your name rearranged? I'm like, you got it. You get it. He's like, I was actually being a good brother and listening to your music in the car at home. And I saw your name and I was like, wait a minute. If you switch the letters, it's Sadie. And I was like, you get it. That was the, there was the reason. It's so funny. Yeah. I just, even with our podcast now, like, I feel like it's funny because listeners, like we, you introduce yourself as Sadie. We talk about Uh you as Sadie, but then sometimes we get DMs where it's like, hey, Daisy and Stani. Yes. (laughs) because my artist project is obviously listed as the host because this is what I'm doing I thought about that I'm like do I need to introduce myself as Daisy on here but I'm like no I I think I need to like maintain some level of individuality and I'll be myself on this one I mean I'm always myself but you know what I mean no Sadie still does exist Sadie matters (laughs) I guess maybe should we talk about what we're gonna talk about this podcast I mean, it's fun that we get to talk about this because besides working on the podcast together, we got Mm -hmm. to do like a little bit of collaboration for Sadie or Daisy, whichever (laughs) you want to call it. Take your preference. Yeah, she's coming out with an EP. It'll already be out by this time this is out, right? It'll be out June 10th and this episode's coming out June 13th, so... We just Which finished release weekend, or what? Is a fun little thing there because thirteenth Taylor wow. Swift's number, and you wow. love Taylor Swift, and I love Taylor Swift. Look at us! Yeah. I wish I could say. I mean, obviously, I did not plan that, but no, you we never didn't. know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like if you have a podcast, you're giving yourself a platform. I had to take the opportunity to talk about our own art and what yeah, we've been doing, definitely, especially because like. I know a lot of you listening are artists and it's fun to like hear about the process of like developing such a Mm -hmm. huge project, especially for any musicians like who may not have recorded a song produced to something to this caliber. Like there's a lot involved in it. So fun that we get to talk about it. And And also I feel like we do preach a lot about being proud of yourself and promoting yourself Mm -hmm. So I guess this is me just taking our own advice or both of us taking our own advice and (laughs) saying, look at what we created and we're really proud of it. So definitely, hmm. I guess I'll say to start out, if you haven't listened to it, you should go listen to it. Daisy, as we mentioned, is spelled Mm D-A-S-I-E and it's a six track EP. Four of the songs have already been out. 
but two of them are brand new and they're probably my favorite ones both of the whole thing. So they're sandwiched in between all the other releases. So go listen to my music because I'm so proud of my music. The title of the EP is Drama. Drama. Because we love. I am a drama queen. And we own that. Uh, Do you want to like explain kind of the concept behind it? Yes. And everything? I would love to explain the concept. And every moment of my life I'm wrestling with how much how much of my personal life do we put in? We'll figure we'll just we'll we'll see at the end of the episode how much how much tea has I mean, been spilled. You get to edit it. So if there's anything oh, you're uncomfortable with. I have two chances here to make the decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the concept I don't have to necessarily tell too much of my personal life. But if you listen to it in order, you'll definitely tell that it tells the story of a tumultuous, crazy relationship that is probably not very healthy. And probably not. Prob- was definitely not. Johnny can <laughs> confirm she was around. Yeah. <laughs> but the but I put the track order in a way that you know the welcome to the opera is obviously the beginning of pretty much just like welcome to this nonsense and mm-hmm. it goes through starts out with like the fun crazy aspects of it, then the moment where you're like oh I'm completely devoted to this person, the moments of you thinking like maybe we can make it work and then. And then ending with the moment of realizing that, I don't know, taking my power back and saying, hey, I bet you're really sorry about the way that you treated me, even though (laughs) I never got an apology for it. So that's the story it tells. But the reason why I called it drama is because obviously, like I mentioned, I'm highlighting a very dramatic relationship. But something that I think about a lot is I feel like words like oh you're being so dramatic you're so needy you're so this are so often like used as like weapons right Mm -hmm. weapons feels like an extreme word but like I mean it so oh well it is (laughs) it is extreme but like I think a lot of times people can use those words and then in retrospect now years later you're like wait a minute I don't think I was being dramatic I think I had every right to ask you these things or to ask you to treat me better you know and so Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to take ownership of that word and just say yeah like this is drama this is dramatic and as it should be, you know, because it's like in those moments, I had every right to be a drama queen and I don't take it back. And that's kind of why I decided to name it drama. So I love that. There it is. There we go. And I mean, they're all incredible songs. I've heard Thank all you. of them, even the unreleased. I feel really cool. Yeah. But <laughs> you've been from the beginning, you've heard them all before they ever came out. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But I mean, at this point, everyone will have heard them. Yes. So. Well, Um, I have to give an amazing shout out to Stani and your graphic design (laughs) skills. Because sure, did I do the music? Yeah, whatever. But I also love it when albums have obvious like cohesive designs and aesthetics. Mm -hmm. And how convenient that my great friend and podcast partner (laughs) is a graphic designer and was so like made it all come to life in such a beautiful, beautiful way. Thank you. And it's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's almost fun that you've been around in my life to see everything. So you, <laughs> I know. you, ha- you, <laughs> thought of the Easter eggs more than I did. <laughs> it was like one of my favorite parts, actually, because uh, like, how would you, they're all kind of like collage That's yeah. probably the best word for it. Very like scrapbooky, collage kind of what you imagine from like a teenage high school Girl, yeah you know uh-huh and when you have to do a design style like that you have to find things to put in it that are like random but at the same time I didn't want them to be completely random all of the time and it still made sense yeah and it turned into this fun little project of like oh this has a <laughs> hidden meaning that like I can just put in here and like no one will notice except for Sadie right <laughs> Except a couple of people did notice, but that's okay. <laughs> but it was it was really fun just to like find stuff and then be like, oh, I bet I could like find something that had a little bit more meaning. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and even in there. didn't you say there was even one Easter egg moment that 
you put there on accident at first and then realized how perfectly it connected later and it wasn't even originally on purpose yes it's actually for the cover of the ep i won't say what it is we're trying not to expose people (laughs) but i chose something based on the color and then ended up realizing that it actually tied in perfectly i couldn't have (laughs) I, I couldn't have even thought to have done something with it. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was incredible. It was, so, yeah. it was so funny. It worked out great because I even went to switch it at one point because I was like, oh, no, that doesn't really mean anything. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> this works perfectly for what we're doing here. So. Yeah. And I'm very I'm so sorry to anyone listening to being for being cryptic. But let me explain that. Taylor Swift hides Easter eggs, and I think it's really fun. So I also hid Easter eggs. Granted, a lot of them weren't like fun things for like potential fans to go and find. No, they're they're things that I think are hilarious. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much it that I mm. just think it's funny. And like a couple of my good friends also think are funny. Like there's like three people who think they're funny. And you know what? That's enough for me. Because at the end of the day, that's kind of what Easter eggs are for anyway, right? They're like, they're for you and to like draw the connection and kind of like make it feel like a fulfilled project. Body of work. brain. You know, it doesn't, no one really has to understand it or get it completely. Exactly. The person who did it. And I remember though, when I first messaged you, because the first song I put out was Hopelessly Devoted to You. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I feel like it just needs to be like Polaroid picture meets yearbook photo or yearbook autograph page and then when you messaged me and you're like what if you got like your actual signatures from your senior year yearbook and I was just like oh my gosh (laughs) how have I not like why didn't I not immediately think of that and then that's when I was like oh this is gonna be fun should we like go through and you can talk about each song and then like I'll briefly mention like your design thoughts yeah like what we did for the cover art so let's start out with the opening track which is welcome Mm -hmm. to the opera which fun fact is the first song that i wrote for it and that's like the whole story like that's the song that inspired the concept of drama and everything i wrote that song and it was like partly as a joke and then i was like wait i think i think this is going to be what everything is based on (laughs) and there's actually a moment that the that song's based on i don't know if you remember this i don't know if you i don't think you were there you could have been though There was a moment that I, I mean, the opening line of the whole thing is I checked your phone, saw something you were hiding, a woman I don't know, and baby, now I'm crying, Mm -hmm. which was an ongoing problem I had. (laughs) And um, (laughs) because I'm, maybe because I said, I'm embracing the fact that I was toxic and you probably shouldn't look through people's phones, but you know what? We're embracing the drama. You know, I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm of the personal belief that you don't feel inclined to look through someone's phone if they have nothing to hide. Yes. And in my current relationship, I never have. And also, he's never been nervous about giving me his yeah. phone, and I take that as a good sign. It wasn't until other things started happening in a relationship that I felt the need to do that. Exactly. So I feel like once you're at that point, it's completely justified. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, me so. too. But like I said, I mean, I also, you know, just put out a project embracing my toxic traits. So, you know, am I the moral compass on that? Who knows? But <laughs> I don't care. Probably none of us are. <laughs> True. But anyways, that had happened. I got really angry by what I had found. I went outside and I was yelling at an individual outside of a friend's house and it was almost curfew. Another one of our friends that he had driven that night came out to like get in his car and his car alarm went off because Mm. he had left his keys inside. So then he had to go inside, get his keys while I'm just standing there with all of our friends around, probably having heard us screamed at each other. And here's the thing, I keep a very, mm, I'm a pretty level-headed person. I will give myself credit for that. I don't yell a lot. I was yelling that night in a way I don't think I ever had. The car Mm -hmm. alarm was going off. It was 1130 at night. And that was like a moment that I was like, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. And I kind of had this moment of like, I am just giving everyone a show. And that is the moment that I was like, this is kind of hilarious and this is really funny. And that is what inspired Welcome to the Opera of, hey, everyone, I hope you're entertained because I know this is a lot of fun to watch, this toxic <laughs> nonsense. So 
I love that. <laughs> there's there's the story of how it was inspired. <laughs> oh, and it's so good. I know it took you a while in the production, but you even have like orchestra warm up mm-hmm. stuff in there, and like it's it's well, really well done. Because <laughs> I knew it was going to be the opener, and so I was like, it has to have like a cool orchestral moment to open it all up and the hard thing with this song is I was trying to decide how much I wanted to because I love a theme I love I mean clearly I love being dramatic so (laughs) I tried to like walk that fine line of going too far and you know sometimes I'm still even worried I maybe went a little bit too far but I don't care I think it's a fun song and I'm proud of it I love it yeah and plus it's like the if it had a high school superlative it would be like the theater kid out of yes. the ep uh-huh. <laughs> like this is the theater kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, absolutely and yeah i hope it owns up to that so i think it will for sure i also i meant to say i wrote it i think july 2019 is when i got the idea for it oh cool. so i've had this song written yeah well, it took a while to write while. but i've had the idea for a really long time and i can find the part in my journal like in 2019 where I wrote like I'm gonna release an EP one day called drama I think mm-hmm. I probably should have mentioned that at the very beginning but oh well that's okay anyways but that's kind of a fun fact is like that was the very first one and I've had this song I'm like I'm gonna put this out one day but I knew it had to be the right time and here we are now yeah something that's fun is that even though it's one of the unreleased tracks that's coming out with the EP we did do a single cover for it too we did. just because like why not if there's only two unreleased tracks and all the other ones have a single cover artwork then we've oh, got yeah. to keep up the aesthetics right um, and we will be posting because it's it's oh, yeah. maybe my favorite one <laughs> i love it i definitely just like leaned into the opera there's way less easter eggs on this one so if anyone's looking for some you probably won't find no. any but we just went with like the red you know like velvet curtains lipstick theater tickets pearls because i feel like pearls are just like you know oh dramatic Mm -hmm. and yet so classy and then sheet music and of course daisies there are daisies on every single album cover yes i love that single artwork cover or whatever Uh, you know yeah but honestly this one was one of the easiest ones to design i think probably because I mean, it's one of the last ones. Actually, the last one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I did. But also just like the song has such a clear aesthetic. I feel like it yes. came across really easily. So it was super easy to transfer it over into something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love it. I can't wait to show that one. <laughs> I know. We'll post all of them, of course, on the podcast page, too. So it's kind of Ooh. fun because we get to like brag about ourselves off. even more. Yeah. And have it all be on the feed, which will be fun. And then the next song is called Tainted Summer. And that one came out last August. Yeah. That was one of the first ones you released, right? The second? Yep. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. the second one I ever released as Daisy. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that what I love so much about that cover art, I am a bit of a hoarder. I, you know, I'm not very good at throwing things away. So I do, of like the two boyfriends I had, I have boxes still in my closet (laughs) in my my parents house of everything still and at a certain point do I need to get rid of it yes I yes of course I do but whatever I'll do it one day Um, but it was helpful that I didn't get rid of it because I literally went through and like the ticket stubs on there are like ticket stubs that I had from like actual moments with that person and so I think that Mm -hmm. like like I said it just added to the overall vibe of like oh yeah these tickets are just like that's where they came from (laughs) definitely i will say this one's probably the most easter egg heavy yes yeah the most actual things from your relationship something that's fun and the bottom left hand corner that's actually my handwriting i love it (laughs) i get to be included (laughs) but yeah and one thing i love is that up in the right hand yeah, right-hand corner. It has the date that you announced your EP. I know. See, I tried to I tried to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I had someone comment on a TikTok and they're like, I feel like something's happening May 19th, but the 2014 is like, what's throwing me off? And I was like, yeah, well, it was just the summer of 2014. So that, that part's for me. And they're like, oh, yeah. okay, that's good to know. <laughs> Anyways. I love that though. Me too. And you know what? I think of all my songs, I think that one's my personal favorite. Maybe not. Well, I say that about all of them. 
that. I know. It was like, you just said that about the other one, too. No, but it's funny. Like, Jordan always, like, teases me. He's like, I don't know why you love that one so much. I'm not saying I don't love it, but he's like, I feel like you just love that one. I'm like, well, what can I say? I... I think it's really freaking good. With that song, I wrote a song that had the line, all you've given me are tainted summers and turned me into a, no, all you've given me are fading, no, wait, what was it? Oh, okay, hold on. The line was, all you've given me are tainted summers and turned me into a tainted lover. Mm. And I wrote this whole like sad song and I sent it to my best friend Kiana and I was like, I can't tell if this song is good or if it's bad. And this was like, it was Christmas time of 2019 again and she was like you know I actually don't like I think you could do better but I love that line about like tainted summer fading lover like or something and she's like I feel like you need to use that and then eventually it turned into you're just a fading lover of a tainted summer and Mm. I remember there's one day I was like doing the dishes and the line the devil was out to chase us and we were off to the races that was like the original line like it like came into my brain and I wrote it in my journal and I was like that's the opening line of Tainted Summer and then eventually I switched it up you know it wasn't exactly what that was but mm-hmm. I think that's why that song is like special because it definitely was yeah. like one of those lightning moments you know mm-hmm. and then I rewrote it so many times because when I finally took it to a producer he was like eh you should change the chorus and make the chorus sound more like this and I was like all right so then I rewrote the words for it and then I rewrote <laughs> the bridge I think I rewrote that chorus like three or four times so I think that's why it's like it came so instantaneously but then I also had to put the most just like work into it so yeah. I think that's why it like it just means a lot for that reason <laughs> no that makes sense I will say it's one of my favorites too I get it stuck in my head constantly and I think I love the fact that it's like so upbeat and yet so sad yeah <laughs> at the same time <laughs> and I I really love songs like that because I feel like that's how relationships feel sometimes where you're like on this high of yeah. like you're just like in it and you just feel everything so deeply but at the same time you're like this is doomed like, like we this are isn't... so doomed yeah and yeah. I love that you said that because like that was the exact vibe it was like mm-hmm. in those moments like you're like this is fate and this is everything I've wanted but then like also in the back of your head you're like this isn't good like this yeah. probably like, isn't there's going no to way end this well. is gonna end well yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is absolutely going to burst in flames but like you kind of <laughs> don't care because it's kind of still fun yeah like and, you're like, getting you're like s- the high from it yeah and, and you're like so yeah. infatuated and in love with this person that you're just like mm-hmm. eh, who cares it's worth it and it's not ever but it feels like yep. it could be no, especially when it's like a summer relationship because you've got those experiences, yeah. you know, you have those tickets and trips and everything you're mm-hmm. doing together. And so it just feels like this constant adrenaline high. That yeah. And I feel like too, like that yeah. summer especially was like, I mean, the song explains it like it was a secret, like no one, mm-hmm. we, we were keeping things very under wraps and it was fun. It was way fun. Yeah. But like I said, it crashes and burns. <laughs> very quickly (laughs) so quickly (laughs) yeah no I love that one uh especially it's a lot brighter than a lot of the other ones we did and so it was just like a really fun contrast I agree some of the others and then the next one was hopelessly devoted to you which I don't think everyone knows this but it is technically the lyrics from hopelessly devoted to you from Greece the musical Mm -hmm. so it's technically a cover but it's obviously a very new arrangement with a whole new chorus and a whole new set of chords and it's rearranged and cut up but I I'm proud of this concept and I love it I love it it's as if Greece was like a pop musical instead of a show musical (laughs) and I think there's been multiple times where you've said like it's the version of Greece where Sandy leaves yeah Danny at the end I, I did a whole powerpoint on my TikTok about the fact that like yeah, if you listen to my thing in order, my EP in order, it kind of does tell the story of Greece and it goes mm-hmm. along very, very well. But like I said, it's, it's how the movie should have ended. Yeah. Which like, <laughs> is it embarrassing, you know, that my life, like my a certain relationship followed Greece? Yeah, whatever. It's fine. But probably <laughs> Not embarrassing. high school relationships. That's true. Follow. I mean, that's the whole concept <laughs> of Greece, right? <laughs> and like, I think we've talked about that on the podcast before, just the idea of like Greece and how it comes across as this like a beautiful romanticized relationship and then mm-hmm. the older we all got the more we were all like that was messed up like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> like that was not the like 
I don't know the like that was not the goals that we should yeah, be aspiring like to. that's not teenage love like not healthy teenage love yeah you know? absolutely yeah but, but it, no. I think it it worked that mm-hmm. and like I said I think obviously this is all very like I'm tapping into the immaturity and the juvenileness juvenileness mm, ju, ju, you know what I mean yeah <laughs> that I think it works that we're taking a musical that was literally set in high school to you know no I agree to like yeah start Especially this all off this was all about a high school relationship yeah I know I'm exposing yeah. myself more and more here <laughs> no you're good <laughs> for the cover art it was the first one that we did so mm-hmm. like you said we took your yearbook signatures mine is on there if anyone wants to I love it, it. <laughs> as well a bunch of others and I feel like this did kind of start the easter egg and it was an accident where I ended up putting something that looked a lot more um criminal I guess yeah <laughs> it technically was and then we were like hmm, maybe we should like lean into this a little bit more but yeah because it looked like there was yeah. someone's name on it and like technically but like it wasn't them no which made it funnier yeah it made it even funnier because <laughs> it wasn't them it was someone else but it just yeah. looked anyways <laughs> yeah I did for anyone who is like concerned about the fact that I used yearbook quotes if there is anyone who is I didn't leave any last names Oh, yeah, and no one, I'm pretty sure you also, like, covered most of the names, so you can't even... Unless they were, like, really basic names, or if I knew you were still friends with them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think there's only, like, three names that are still showing, and And mine's one of them. Yeah, the (laughs) Stonston. Yeah. (laughs) Which is what Sadie called me in high school. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, that one was just fun and set it all off, and it's just very, like cute and end of school yearbook yep i love it <laughs> and then the next one is uh wish i was cool i wish no actually it's not it's soulmate dang it oh yeah i need to get my own track order right no you're good it's soulmate and listen with like one of the main reasons why i put this song on here is because i was like you know what i think i need to have a moment that like acknowledges how actually and like genuinely in love with this person i was and mm. also partly that like it was my fault too. You know what I mean? And I feel like that song kind of captures that where it was like, I was so obsessed with like the idea of this thing and like so like over romanticized, like wanting something to work so bad that you just like let things go because you're like, what if they're my soulmate though? And what if I miss out on this? Hmm. But that's, no, <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> Do you believe in soulmates? Um, In a way. Like, I believe people are meant to come into your life, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I feel like Jordan, who's my husband, like, I feel like I was meant to meet him. And, like, my best friend, Kiana, I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? I feel like you were meant to come into my life because we've been friends since we were in, like, first grade. And most people mm-hmm. in my life who've been there long term, I'm like, yeah, I feel like you're supposed to be here. But I don't think I believe it in that. And you know what I mean? Like, not in yeah. the actual sense that soulmates exist. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I love this song, too. Yeah. I love all of them. I really do. Me (laughs) too. And I love them all as like a little collection together too. I feel like they fit so perfectly. I mean, it's kind of hard doing a podcast about this when we like can't play you the songs and show you the artwork. So I mean, like you're all going to have to definitely go check them out. (laughs) It's worth your while. We promise. We put so much care (laughs) into it. Yeah. This one gives me like a high school prom vibes. Just like stars everywhere Mm -hmm. which of course you know like the soulmates it's written written in the stars tons of glitter and then one of your necklaces is actually in here yes daisy and some star signs so very fun i know cool next one is this one's wish i was cool and (laughs) so today i was syncing up the lyrics and like how you do that is you have to like hold down the space bar for like each line you know so it's I just, you have to do it for every single song um, so mm-hmm. it actually uploads into Instagram and everything. And I was listening to the song and like when I listen to it now, I just can't help but laugh. Like <laughs> I just, I still love this song so much. Did this song get me in trouble? Yes, it did. Um, worth it. It was worth <laughs> that it. That made it even better. <laughs> in <did>. my opinion. <laughs> oh man. I feel like. I mean, okay, there's literally a line that says, now I'm the one to blame for your mm-hmm. twisted reputation. Like, no, it's not my fault. I, I didn't 
I didn't say anything that wasn't true, first off. And second, I have so many more things that could be said, but I'm not going to because, like, I respect people. And so it just was funny to get in trouble still. That's all. Oh, man. Plus, the concept behind this one is just, like, perfect to me. Just, you know, like, the petty, like, oh, I wish it was cool enough for you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just love it. <laughs> well, the truth is, is, like, it came from somewhere so genuine originally. And I think I've, I shared this before when it first came out, that, like, when I first wrote the song, I actually wrote the bridge first. And I wrote this as, like, a really sad, like, I don't want to be your favorite. Like, I want to be your only girl. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and just like being really sad about not being good enough for someone. And that was kind of the message of it. Like, I wish I was good enough for you. But then I was like, but what if it's, I wish I was like cool enough for you? Because the yeah. truth is, is, I always was so insecure that I was not cool enough that I really genuinely thought like if I was cooler by certain people's standards, my, you know, it would have worked out better. But because I wasn't cool yeah. enough. I didn't get it. And so I, that actually was something that like made me sad. But then now as I've grown up, I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> and so now it's something I can be like, oh, yeah, well, I wish I was cool enough for you. <laughs> and I mean, it ties in perfectly to Greece again. Exactly. You've got whole... Sandy, she's not cool enough to be with Danny. Miss Sandra D. And I love that, like with re- telling you about like what the aesthetic was, I was like, let's make it that it's like a high school like bathroom stall that people mm-hmm. had just been riding on. And this one definitely has the most Easter eggs. <laughs> and it's so, this one was probably the most fun oh, to yeah. design. First off, we went with green, obviously. You had like your mm-hmm. colors of like purple, orange, and green, which we got to kind of keep throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I found like this tile, like this green tile, which mind you, our high school bathroom had green tile that looked <laughs> very much so like this, <laughs> which just made it even better that it matched up perfectly. <laughs> like how fitting is it that green was our color? Mm. Yeah. And then I just got to go on my iPad and just draw all over this piece of tile and then make it look like it was a bathroom stall with a bunch of Sharpie writing on it. And it was so fun because I never graffitied a bathroom stall. Do you ever do that? No, I never did. Yeah, I never <laughs> would no. have dared. No, same. I was too much afraid of anyone and everything to do something yeah. like that. But like we all know what that looks like, right? And it was kind of funny because I got to put like things that I genuinely felt in high school. And I feel like I heard everyone say like, just like, I hate high school, and I think I even had I, I hate, hate high school, school boys. boys. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get out of here. Um, Sadie, he's cheating on you. Okay, but I have to say, <laughs> when you first sent me the thing, originally it was Sarah. Sarah. He's cheating on you. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm looking on my Instagram. I accidentally posted that one. So yeah, that's, that's funny. funny. I didn't even realize that. I think uh, you have it right in Spotify, though. I do. Also, yeah. that's funny, too, that the one I posted is the one that I think shows the cr- incriminating thing more than what I meant to do. So, oops, <laughs> I shot myself in the foot there. Um, but anyways, yeah. I remember I was in the shower and I was like, it has to say Sadie. Like, it has to yeah. say Sadie. He's cheating on you. So no, I put my I'm own so name. you said that. Yeah, because I, I was just trying to come up with a random one of like someone we didn't know. But when yeah. you said that, I was like, that's even perfect. <laughs> Like more perfect because you're releasing it under Daisy, Daisy and it's like an Easter egg for your own name. Uh-huh. I also um, love Taylor was here as in, you know, yeah, Taylor of, course. of course, I had to include it <laughs> and then just got to write, I wish I was cool a million times, you know, like stupid bathroom stall stuff where it's like for a good time call, call. this number. And then 801 because, you know, yeah. that's our area code. Utah area code, which love obviously it. I X'd out the rest of it because we don't need someone <laughs> getting random numbers. But yeah, who knows? And yeah, just like random drawings, like initials with hearts around them. Like that's a bathroom stall vibe, especially mm-hmm. in high school. And then stickers everywhere. And Ever. it was just yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. It really was so much fun. Yeah, that one wish, was a blast. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I think I'm going to say, maybe Wish I Was Cool is my favorite. Because, like, <laughs> even with the, like, because, like, the, with working with the producer, she was kind of mm-hmm. like, hear me out, saxophone. Because it's like, you know, it's even nodding to the fact that, like, saxophone and jazz music is, like, the cool, good music. Oh, yeah. You know? But it's like, mm-hmm. no, we're going to put it in the pop song. Yeah. But maybe a saxophone can be cool enough for this. And it's so, like, 
that's what we were playing with when we were doing this song. And I remember I, I recorded the vocals, like well, literally where I'm sitting right now is where I recorded the vocals for it. And then I was like, do I put a little talking part in it? And I was like, I think this is the song that you, mm-hmm. that you put a pot talking part in it. And that's where, did that sound bitter? And you know what? Yeah, it did. <laughs> and I'm, I'm proud of that. <laughs> yeah. It's so good though. This is also kind of the one that blew up on TikTok for you. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily this song, but a week before it came out, I had a video, yeah, about my artist project that like got 125,000 views and pretty much where most anyone who's listened to my music has come from. So yeah, that was a good week for me. Mm-hmm. That video came out, the song came out. I mean, that day I got a message that like, put me in a depression spiral that probably lasted a good week and a half but I got out of it and we're (laughs) on the other side embrace it embrace embrace it it. I'm honest I'm not here's the that was a funny thing is like I was not well after that and my husband came to me and he's like you know Sadie I I wasn't gonna tell you not to do it but I will say that if you're gonna keep doing stuff like this you've gotta have the strength to say screw you like it's okay and that was a good lesson for me that I was Mm -hmm. like you know what I really have to like hold to my own here of like I don't think I did anything wrong because I remember I texted you and Mm -hmm. I was like I should take it down like I need to change it yeah you wanted to like remove some things Mm -hmm. and I was like Sadie (laughs) no yeah and I didn't need to I didn't I didn't call anyone out by name no one knows and you know what to to I don't know if anyone's gonna listen to this but I will say this someone got got upset at me because it had been a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. that and they're like it's time to get over it my response is you're welcome that I waited seven years and that I released it under a new name because guess who's guess who's never gonna know 99% 99% of the people who listen to it they're exactly. never gonna know yeah and like everyone who did know for the most part has forgotten about it moved on doesn't care you know what doesn't I mean care. like yeah. it doesn't matter in that way anymore it's not like you came out with it senior year of high school when it would have been like you know what I mean like yeah. the, or like the year after like yeah that's like isn't that worse the gossip <laughs> so much worse so yeah, yeah I I agree. I think it was uncalled for, but thank you. I too think it was uncalled for, but Mm -hmm. that's all right. I just blocked everyone, and (laughs) that's okay too. That's that's, embrace blocking. That's what you know. I always thought blocking was such a petty thing to do, which I guess good news. I made my whole brand petty pop, so yeah, I'm in the clear. But um, I learned that you know what? I think that's like a way that you can set very firm boundaries and you get to mm-hmm. set the rules of who looks at your social media and who's looking at what you're doing. And I think that that's awesome. You get to invite people into your life. They don't get to be a part of it just by default. Yeah, I like that. And even yeah. if you're posting it publicly on social media, just mm-hmm. you can decide if they can't see it. You still get to say, I, I love Wish I Was Cool. Me too. I don't regret a single Easter egg on you know that what? thing. <laughs> It took so me a while, fun. but I don't either. And <laughs> you know what? Because this this whole EP is a story of a situation where I felt like I had emotionally lost any mm-hmm. sense of power or control of a situation and myself, to be honest. And like, this is like a little way that I can say, you know what? I get to write the story and I get to tell my side of the story. Yeah, agreed. And I think we had this conversation a little bit about like when you're writing a song or you're creating a piece of art, I had some people be like, oh, well, like they don't get to tell their side of the story. To which I was like, well, if they want to write a song, they can. Like if they, they want to, can. They, they, can, they can create something and they can tell anyone they want. But I think it's, I don't know, when you're creating art, your only purpose should be to tell your own side of the story. And I think mm-hmm. that's what makes the best art when you're just being honest with like, well, this is actually how I felt. And this is still how I view it. If it is different from their perspective, that's fine. I don't care because yeah. this is what's true to me. <laughs> it's art. It's not a history book. It exactly. doesn't have to be completely accurate. You know, yeah. it could, it can be whatever. I'm creating a snapshot of the most <laughs> yeah. deepest emotions of sadness I felt in my life and putting it in a two and a half minute pop song. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be completely accurate with all the nuances. Agreed. Plus, it's from the perspective of a teenage high school girl like yeah. you know what I mean like, yeah exactly like that's the point 
Yeah, when you have like the least amount of introspection in your life. Like, <laughs> like trust me, if I were to actually tell you all like what I learned and how I've grown, it would not sound like wish I was cool. <laughs> no, but that's not the human part of it. Like no. everyone knows exactly how that feels in a moment and that's what makes it good. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, if anyone is still mad about the Easter eggs, I put like 90% of them it in wasn't Sadie me. didn't have any say. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I was powerless. Yeah. I had no say. You really didn't. Other than like the Sadie is cheating on you, I don't think there was a single one that you were like, we should put this in there. <laughs> Maybe a few in Tainted Summer. But to be honest, like... 90% of them were I was like I think this is funny honestly so. now that I look back at it, most of the time it was me being like can you hide that more and you like <laughs> yeah. hiding it like not even a millimeter more and then being like here you go well okay <laughs> oh man that's so, true yeah no one can be mad at you it was definitely like it was my little brainchild project of it all. and i well that's why that's why you were a part of it it couldn't have been anyone else i just thought it was funny and that's you know, that's the end of the day and people are like because i like my best friend she's like why did you do that though you know what i did it because i thought it was funny and i mm-hmm. think that's a good enough reason <laughs> Oh, man. I just think we spend way too much of our lives trying to be serious about stuff. And like you said, it was like high school. It was years ago. Like, no one cares anymore. So, like, why does it matter if there's an Easter egg that no one's going to notice? Why don't I get to laugh about my own life (laughs) and my own choices? Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, I love it when art just, like, perfectly encompasses the situation that it was born from. Yeah. And that's what we did. Within there, it feels more complete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... But everyone can blame me, not Sadie. I definitely <laughs> thought it was way too funny for my own good. Well, I absolutely <laughs> put my stamp of approval on it. And so oh, I, I won't, you don't have to take the downfall for it. <laughs> I totally will. I'm willing to do <laughs> I don't care. Anyone from high school can be as mad as they want <laughs> about yeah. it to me. Well, the last song. I Okay, you know what? I mean it. This one is my favorite. <laughs> You said that about every single one of them. I know. They're like my babies. But now that this is the last one, I feel like I can say it and mean it. Because this one was the this one was the hardest one to write. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was going through all of the songs and I realized there was no resolution in any of the songs that I had written. There was sense. no like, hey, I'm okay. Or hey, we broke up and I'm okay now. Like there wasn't that. And I realized it was because like, maybe I was still like okay hold on I want to be careful because I don't want to say I wasn't over this person because I was Mm -hmm. but I feel like there can sometimes be damage from relationships that hurt you and from people who were mean to you that lasts a long time you know definitely and so whoa I'm feeling emotions oh no (laughs) no I'll keep I'll keep it together I'll keep it together you don't have to that's okay you can cry if you want that's true yeah, this is my podcast. I can cry <laughs> if I want to. It's Definitely. my party. Tears um, are welcome. No, but like, you know, I, I don't think I had like fully allowed myself to say that I'm still worthy, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm still good enough. And it's so crazy how much like I think a very like chaotic relationship can affect you for a very long time. Because like I'm married like I got married years ago at this point and like my husband's wonderful and he's loved me so like the way that I think I should be loved but like even still it's like there's responses and I'm I don't want to put it all on that one person because there's definitely a lot of like other things in my life that happened that Mm -hmm. like you know made it difficult for me to accept love that I feel like this song was kind of like an acknowledgement of that you know yeah and saying like hey, you know, I I was good and I was okay. And almost like realizing that I could have been all that you ever wanted me to be and you still left me and that's on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. I don't have to feel like I wasn't enough for you, which I think is like, it goes so perfectly after Wish I Was Cool. Because mm-hmm. that whole song is me making fun of the fact that I, that I wasn't you know (laughs) but then now saying like hey you know I bet you're sorry and I bet you wish you would have done things differently 
And my favorite lyric I've literally ever written is the second verse of this song. And it's, I was crying on the stairs when you called me because I was, I was sitting on the, you know, the stairs in UVU that goes from like the, like the auto hall into the top floor of, I don't know what building it is. I can't think of it right now. It's the Sparks Automotive? Yes. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And those like really steep stairs up. I was crying on those stairs, calling someone like right before they were leaving, you know, Mm. and that was the last chance I was going to talk to him for a really long time. And I, and I always go back to that moment that I was like, I feel like if they would have said like, oh, I love you or like, I want you to like, you know, like be my girlfriend. I feel like I would have said, okay, let's do it. So I always go back to that moment. And, and the line is like, I was crying on the stairs when you called me. It was your last chance to say that you want me, but you held your tongue and you held your pride. So I walked away with mine. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just like sums up the whole thing of like, I think someone was just maybe a little bit too prideful to like, you know. To, to be honest with me and I don't think I ever got that honesty but because of that I think I was actually able to like leave a situation that was actually not good for me at all and like yeah leave with my head held high of like you know what I'm gonna and and it was messy and I acknowledge it in the song there's a line that says and what a mess I made in the aftermath <laughs> because it wasn't a clean cut it was a disaster and I think I put that line in there because I was like I'm gonna give myself the grace that like I did not handle it gracefully at yeah. all it was it was bad <laughs> and you know what that's okay it's okay that it was bad and it's because it's mess it's always messy and you're never going to handle things the way that you think you should like you know like years later you're always going to be like oh I should have done things differently Mm -hmm. and I think this podcast is turning to a therapy session sorry Matt sorry (laughs) that's okay (laughs) but but you know what I mean I think I always had really high expectations for myself of perfection. And if I handle the situation not good, or if I realize I should have done something better, like I let that weigh on me forever. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's been a lot of work to be like, hey, I'm allowed to make mistakes and be messy. Yeah. And I think that's part of why releasing drama was so good for me. Because like with Wish I Was Cool, we were, we were messy. Mm-hmm. And I had to practice just being messy and saying, it's okay. I think I get to be messy and it's fine. What, what, yeah. what happened? Nothing bad happened to me. It's fine. You know, like we, we move on and like mm-hmm. we're allowed to, to be that. And yeah, I don't know. Sorry. That was no, a monologue. No, you're good. I, I will say like you wanted me to stay. You sent me the audio file for it clear back in a long time ago. Ooh, yeah. Really long time ago. I know I had listened to it before October of last year, but I've been waiting for this one to come out to add it to one of my playlists oh. <laughs> about the end of a relationship for so freaking long. Um, you were going to release it for a sing- as a single for a mm-hmm. while, and then it ended up getting added on as the last of the EP, which I think is the perfect spot for it in the lineup. Yeah. But yeah, I completely love this song, and I've been waiting for it for a very long time. I guess, yeah, so. I should mention that like I... I worked on this song March of 2021. This is when mm-hmm. I started working on this song. It took me probably two and a half, three months to finish it. I think my producer was kind of annoyed with me um, <laughs> because he was kind of like, we really got to get this right. But like, I couldn't, I couldn't get the lyrics right. And I, yeah. I didn't want to settle on any of the lyrics, you know? And I think even still some of the lyrics, I'm like, ugh, like, was that kind of a throwaway lyric? But I, but I still mean everything I said. So I don't yeah. care. But the bridge, too, I think is like my favorite part of just like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good on my own. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm good without you, even though for a long time I didn't think I would be. You know? Yep. And that's I mean, that's the message of the that. whole thing. No, it's the it's a good one. <laughs> also, I have to shout out my mom because she was actually a co-writer on it because oh, cool. I had the bridge line and the last line is like I bet you see it you realized what you missed and she was like I think you should switch it I think you need to say that like I realized what you missed like and I can see it I realized what you missed and I was like wow mom you did it you finished the song because that was the last part because I was like that helps the song so much more to say like no I see it now like Mm -hmm. I can finally see that you missed something here and and I bet you wanted me to stay 
I bet, I bet you, I bet you're sorry now after all this. I mean, probably not anymore. Like I, now I'm putting emotions onto this person, but like for a while, I bet those feelings were there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like I said, perspective of high school, very yeah, different exactly. from now. This is yeah. not, yeah. You're writing it as a retrospective. It's yeah. Not and I wrote this now. song literally year, a year ago now. So yeah. And it was, a, I wrote it a year ago now about feelings I had two, three years before that. So yeah. Lots of processing time. Sadie is very much so in love with her husband, I promise. Okay, literally, I always worry. (laughs) And I I mean, the truth is, is when I married him, I was like, I have to like set a boundary that like, I don't want to hang out all of our potential dirty laundry. Like, Mm -hmm. so that means I'm going to write about my past. And he's like, well, that's fine with me. And I think that's part of, you know, being in love with a songwriter. And definitely... I even think we talked about it once that it's like it's moments when you're most secure yeah. in your relationships and your life that you're able to look back with a better perspective and yes. finally unpack and handle things that like yeah. you haven't been able to handle before. Because we had 100%. this conversation like as an artist, like, I don't know, you know, like so many people are like, oh, when Taylor Swift gets married, like, is it going to be the end of Taylor yeah. Swift? And it's like, no, you get a whole new chapter of like looking at things from a completely different perspective. And from a being healed able to perspective. Things. Yeah. Because yeah. that's true. Like these songs are about a time in my life that there is no way I could have written those songs during this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't creating any art. Like I was like life was hell for me and not because of this relationship. Like I was just no, deeply depressed. It was, it was <laughs> so, a very, very bad year for everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't, like I said, I'm not blaming it on this situation. Like I just had very very bad mental health in Mm -hmm. high school that carried with me for a while and yeah it took it got I had to get to a point where I was okay mentally for me finally to be able to be like okay let's talk about it now like let's write about it and now Mm -hmm. it's not gonna hurt I don't I'm not opening old wounds I'm just thinking about the past and like being like oh poor little me (laughs) like give let's give her a hug no, some grace for little Sadie. Cause yeah. <laughs> grace yeah, for us all. Was, high school was hard. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and I remember talking to a lot during this time. And like, yeah, it was, it was tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of us were thriving. We were None all... of us were thriving. <laughs> we were all struggling. We were all um, very deeply sad. Yeah. The cover art for this one on this day is not entirely finished it's not no i need you to send me the letter (laughs) oh oh if you wanted me to stay oh yeah oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) i need to you know what i listen i have to i don't i don't like opening the box i i'll (laughs) i'm fine but like i don't like the box so (laughs) but i need to open the box again yeah one last time one last time and then maybe we can finally yes Part with it can box. be a letter or a journal entry, whatever. Oh, a journal thing. entry might be good. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I think I have the perfect journal entry. Perfect. Of a yeah. Sad Sadie. Anyways, perfect. <laughs> but yeah, you wanted me to stay is like the final one, and it's just very simple. More mm-hmm. white space, pressed flowers, and like a letter with a stamp, a seal, just and some. A handwritten journal entry or a letter whatever ends up getting we'll put on there okay i'll send it to you yeah tonight I that would be it. great but yeah that one was fun too because it just feels like a little bit of a breath of fresh air at mm-hmm. the end of it all you know like and i feel like that's what the cool. song is yeah it's the most like it has the most space like sound wise mm-hmm. too and just kind of lets you breathe yeah after the end of all of the drama. <laughs> After, yeah. And that's what I love about the progression of it is you start out with violins and chaos and so many voices, you know, and just mm-hmm. it's so loud and hectic. And then it just kind of finally, you know, you go through that progression and it's over and it's OK. Like, you know, even after all of that, you just you just you walk away and you're and you're good. It's the perfect tie up of it all. Yeah, and then I mean, I guess we didn't really talk a ton about the cover, but it's just an accumulation of everything else. <laughs> yeah, it, it has all of yeah. the elements. Just pulled in elements from everything. Uh, there's a few like little new ones, but they harken back to things that are on other ones. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, the scrapbook of a high school relationship all thrown together into one. Yep, and hence the concept of drama 
And I will say that my favorite Easter egg is in the bottom left corner of the cover. Of the cover? Yeah. I have to like look at it again. The um, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you just want to go look at it. There's you, yeah, go look. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, it's pretty good. I laughed out oh, loud yeah. when I realized it. And it's subtle enough that I, I won't mm-hmm. get in trouble, but unless they listen uh, to this podcast. <laughs> One of my favorite things, though, is that because we did like handwritten fonts for like all of your titles, mm-hmm. I got to add them on to the cover in like yeah. the background. And so like the title of every song is in there, which mm-hmm. is really fun. And then also like Petty Pop, which is become oh, yeah. your new coined phrase of the genre of music. Yep. That we all know and love. <laughs> we, yeah, we love Petty Pop. I've, I've thought of a way to add on to that too, to make it maybe a little bit more accurate, but it's Petty Pop for Nice Girls. Oh, because I love that. <laughs> petty, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, there's much more pettier songs out there than what I'm writing, but it's like mm-hmm. tame Petty Pop. True. Because at the end of the day, I just, I can't deny the cupcake wholesome energy I have. Oh, so, no, I agree. Petty Pop like, for Nice Girls. <laughs> nice but like still still a little little petty petty. (laughs) which i love 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 so much anyways i feel like this podcast turned i was thinking it'd be more about like the process of recording it but (laughs) it it didn't turn out into that so um you're welcome (laughs) this is probably more fun to listen to i love people talking about their personal life i will ask like what was your favorite part and what was like the hardest or like least favorite part of the whole process of recording writing and yeah together um i think the hardest part was the last like year and a half i was having issues with my singing voice Mm. that made it very painful for me to like sing and talk um it's pretty much better now i'll just have like occasional bad voice days here and there um But for a while, it was like I would have weeks where every single day it would be painful to talk. Um, And through like speech therapy and going to an ENT, I've kind of been able to figure out like what habits in my life were like maybe causing that. So like the hardest thing about it was like with Wish I Was Cool and Soulmate. um, Those took a long time because recording vocals wasn't always reliable and also i'm not gonna lie like that was like in a very emotional thing for me that i didn't have my voice so that was probably like the hardest part emotionally like getting through that i mean also too like this is like completely self-funded and so i've been working like two jobs the last year and a half to pay for everything and like i've been so i was working a lot too so it's not like i could just like you know lock myself in a studio and make this in two weeks like the reason why it took a year almost from the first release to now is because literally the last song was done a month and a half ago you know yeah um so I think that was maybe the hardest part but like at the same time I think that's like what makes it so has made it so fulfilling you know Mm -hmm. is like despite I don't know like I I worked hard to make this happen and I talked about this on my TikTok have you seen the like how Halsey went on TikTok and was like, oh, they're not going to let me release this song, you know, unless it goes viral. And I kind of made a video kind of talking about that because I relate to the sentiment where she was like frustrated that like they didn't think it was worthy to be put out unless it went viral, you know? Yeah. And the truth is, is none of my songs have gone viral in the way that songs can go viral on TikTok, you know? But I, I don't know, like that that doesn't bother me because I, that's not, that wasn't the point of what I was doing, you know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is a piece of art that I've had in my head for the last couple years. And it's, it's, I think this is like the first big thing that like started out just as an idea and like it's done now. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, but it's, it's not out yet. So I don't, I don't have that sense of fulfillment quite yet. I still got a lot to do for promo and stuff, but like it's, it's out now. And like, I've seen it to the end. I, put so much emotional labor into it (laughs) you know physical Mm -hmm. labor even you know with working all my jobs like I paid for this um like and my parents even like my Christmas present for the last two years you know what I mean like every single thing that I could have gotten anything I was just like I just want anything you can give me that I can put to my music like that's all I want and they're very kind to do that for you know like I'll acknowledge the privilege that that is absolutely (laughs) like I'm very blessed that they were willing to you know help me out a little bit but 
like everything that I've been thinking about for the last year and like you know year plus has been working towards this and Mm -hmm. that feels special and it like I said it took a long time just because of the fact that you know because of my singing voice there were months that I was like I'm gonna record vocals but then I had to wait for a good voice day yeah but there were so many fun moments like I think recording the background vocals for Welcome to the Opera was so fun because the I actually went into the studio to do it most of the vocals I recorded here by myself and she was kind of like what if you like put opera like high notes in there so fun fact in the bridge you'll hear a little like ah and that's me that was and that's what it sounds like mm-hmm. exactly ah. like that actually yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> which is cool because you actually like sang opera yeah I did for I a while studied. yeah yeah and it was funny she didn't know that and I thought she had known that so she's like just try it like give it your best shot and I was like okay I'll try because I was speaking from like I haven't sung like this in over two and a half three years oh, and then yeah. I did it and then she was like oh that was better than I thought and I was like oh I thought you knew I studied like classical singing nope I had no idea and I was like oh well (laughs) surprise like I I didn't do it which I think makes like welcome to the opera even more fitting because yeah yeah. well I think I wrote it actually when I was studying opera still and so it's just perfect Mm -hmm. it all worked out so well together fun how I don't know the life we live, it just, the things we learn always tend to, you know, be of a benefit to you in one way or another. Agreed. Art imitates life. Yes. And life imitates Greece and you create art that <laughs> imitates it and so on and so forth. <laughs> life imitates Greece. That's yeah. like my new favorite thing. That's my motto. Oh, man. Life imitates Greece and grief imitates. Greece? Oh, grief? Well, yeah. you know what I mean. Okay. Both. <laughs> Done. Both. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, everyone, go listen to drama. Yeah. Out now. Daisy on Spotify or Apple or wherever. Literally right? anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, anywhere. And I'm, and I, ooh, yeah. let me shout out the Petty Pop stickers. You did design oh, yeah. really cute Petty Pop stickers, mm-hmm. and they're $5, including shipping kind of a lot for a sticker but like it ever anything I make from Daisy is going right back into Daisy so I would mm-hmm. you know if you want to support I love a good yeah. five dollar sticker they're adorable and I guess a message too for anyone I won't make this all about me though I apparently you know I love it I love talking about <laughs> it I'm so proud of it but like you know same message to you like you don't have to wait for your art to be viral you don't have to wait for the approval of everyone else to start making your art like I created the concept of Daisy and like you know some people in my life who are close to me will tell me now like yeah at first I did not get it but you were right like it works now you know Mm -hmm. and I think you need to trust yourself and I learned that and I'm not good at that I wasn't good at that I'm still not that great of it but like taking that step and saying like no actually I have a vision I'm gonna fully embrace the pettiness I'm gonna embrace the drama I'm gonna have fun with this And whatever that looks like for you, you know, trust yourself and just take a step. And from my side of it, you're going to feel really, really good of, (laughs) hey, I did it. I did what I what I've wanted to do for the last three years. It's it's awesome. So do it. I agree. Just do it. For anyone who's wondering, the stickers are at daisymusic.com. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there's merch on there still right yeah i have the daisy sweatshirt still cool and those are cute so you can also i was actually thinking i think i'm gonna make those daisy stickers i mean make the daisy stickers as well oh yeah totally i'm like why not they i should yeah and then your daisy music on twitter instagram and tiktok yeah everywhere is just daisy music and she's fun to follow on every platform so well Thank you. <laughs> I will say Twitter is my favorite, but <laughs> listen, I went through my old high school tweets kind of in preparation for this. Well, truthfully, it was to see if I could find something that I could like share on Instagram as like a, you know, nod yeah. Easter egg to myself. And you know what? I thought I would look back and cringe at my past tweets. I think old me is hilarious. <laughs> I stand by most of the things I said. 
Mm-hmm. I'm shocked by how personal I got on such a public platform. But oh, you know gosh, what? We all did. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> I deleted mine. So you're braver than me. <laughs> Go check it out. And while you're listening, glance down and look at the beautiful artwork. Cover arts. <laughs> All the designs are stunning. <laughs> nothing, nothing would like, it would not be possible in the way it exists without her. And I'm not being nice. I'm being accurate. And it's so much fun. I know it is yeah. fun. Fun cool. to create with your friends. I know. I like that would be my plug, I guess, because like I, I did not write your EP. <laughs> I do not have that skill. I had nothing to do with the music production. But if you have a friend that is like a graphic designer or a musician and you have any of those like crossover skills like collaborate i feel like it doesn't happen often enough in the art world we all stick within our little niches mm -hmm. niche especially in school Um, yeah and i think it's always fun i think wonderful things come out of it and we've had the chance to collaborate on a few projects yeah now at this point and And, i mean we've got the rest of our lives so yeah and this podcast um, yo true (laughs) you know just one little thing it's always fun and i feel like wonderful things come out of it every time so yeah if you have friends like that or make some you know like go out there and find a way to interact with other people within the arts it always ends up being cooler than it would be on its own. Absolutely. And we'll be back next week with a normal yeah. woman artist. <laughs> but you know what? We had a, I had to plug it. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Love collecting things? Time to add Goat Guns miniature models. These gun models are one-third to scale and one-tenth the cost of the real thing. These little bad boys are 4 to 11 inches in length and weigh up to one full pound. Build, collect, and customize your Goat Guns collection with attachments. Build your dream collection at GoatGuns.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.